feelings come from different places. Christians are admonished to walk by faith and not by sight, which includes all our five senses. Hi, this is Princess Vivian. Welcome to For the Bride of the Lamb podcast. Our topic today is why you feel yucky sometimes. Before we begin, let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for a brand new day. Thank you for your great love for us. Thank you for being a father, for loving us with an everlasting love. Father, we ask you for help, your grace. Open our hearts, our understanding. Teach us your word. Speak to us in the way we can understand it and put it into practice. Give us the grace to be doers of your word and not just hearers only, deceiving ourselves according to your word. Speak to us through your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Father. Feeling primarily is the voice of your flesh. That part of you that is antagonistic to God. It does not want to obey. It wants to do its own thing. And this voice is usually from within. And in some people, it is loud. It is loud because you are feeding it more than your spirit. When you feed your flesh, your flesh grows. Whatever you feed grows and dominates you and rules you. Your flesh can speak to you with a feeling of happiness when you give it its favorite movie or it may speak to you with anger when it senses that it's done wrong or that it's actually done wrong. Either it senses it or it's actually real. It may want you to revenge, it may lash out, want you to lash out. Your flesh could be impatient, fear if it feels threatened. It may come up with jealousy if it senses that someone is better than it is, and so on and so forth. We know all that. That's the voice of your flesh. So flesh, your flesh can make you feel yucky with all these feelings. Feelings can also be projected to us from the outside by the demons. This one, many people do not believe it. Many people do not know it. They bring bad thoughts and bad feelings to you. For example, feeling that you are overwhelmed. All of a sudden, you feel overwhelmed. Or moodiness, anger, even rage. You may be happy doing something and suddenly you feel yucky. You're like, what is this? That's a demon. It wants to make your life miserable. They can whisper to you that you are good for nothing, that you are a loser. They may bring condemnation thoughts, thoughts that condemn you, remind you of the past, what you did wrong. These come as thoughts. And these thoughts are not from you. So do not make any mistake to take them as yours. Because when you take them as yours, 
they begin to work on you even more. You feel worse than you have felt before. What do you do with these thoughts? You are to reject them and resist the demon in Jesus' name. You are not to be afraid of them because the Lord Jesus has given you authority over them. You just need to resist them and the Bible says that they will flee from you as in terror. There are also good feelings. These are the ones we should go for and these feelings come from God. The feeling of joy, peace, the sensing of the presence of the Lord. It brings peace, calmness within you. You feel loved and accepted. That is from the Lord. You even feel contentment. You sense that you are content within. You are lacking nothing. It does not come because you have everything you want physically but it is from the Lord. These are the feelings that we should be going for. God does not make us feel yucky, the enemy and the flesh. So why? Why do we feel that way? It started from the beginning. Let's look at Genesis 3 verses 3 and 6. It says, it's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God said, you must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. The woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. Then she gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it too. Wow, bad idea. She said in verse 3 what God told them, that they should not eat from that tree that is in the middle of the garden or even touch it. So she knows exactly what the Lord says to them. But because the enemy came and tempted her and told her that she will not die, that she will actually be like God, knowing good and evil, and uh, she was convinced and she ate from it. That is where everything started. This is where man fell and the spirit of man died. The mind and the flesh became antagonistic to God and fight man. He told them the day you will eat of this fruit you will surely die. Do they really understand what that meant? I don't think so. I don't know whether they do or not. Dying, what, what God meant by they will die. And some people will be like, but they ate it and they did not die. Well, the death God was talking about was actually both spiritual and physically. The spiritual death happened immediately, but the physical death happened eventually afterwards because Adam and Eve are no more here. So this is where it all started. The disobedience of Adam and Eve brought about the separation 
of the spirit from the flesh and the mind and they no longer walk together as God made them to. Genesis 3.15 And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. God said that there will be an enmity between Satan and the offspring of a woman, which is Jesus himself. So that's what's happening. The enemy is fighting the children of God. Revelation 12, 9 And the great dragon was hurled down, that ancient serpent called the devil and Satan, the deceiver of the whole world. He was hurled to the earth and his angels with him. Yeah, he was boasting, wanted to usurp God's authority, wanted to become God. And God sent him down. Because he is here, he and his cohort, his angels, one third of the angels that he deceived, they are here causing us pain. They are the demons that are working for him. Revelations 12, 12. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. But woe to you, O earth and sea, for the devil has come down to you in great wrath because he knows that his time is short. He was thrown down to earth and he came here to cause havoc. 2 Corinthians 4.4 says, Satan, who is the god of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. So Satan is the god of this world. He deceived Adam and Eve to eat that fruit. And by so doing, they gave their authority and dominion over the earth, over to Satan. Now the, the enemy, Satan, is dominating the earth, causing all these things. It's really a legal thing. That's why God cannot come in immediately and zap Satan and do everything. It's a legal thing. But God has set a day when the time that legal lease is gonna run out and God will do something about it. All right? Revelation 12, 17. Then the dragon became furious with the woman and went off to make war on the rest of her offspring, on those who keep the commandments of God and hold to the testimony of Jesus. And he stood on the sand of the sea. So all these things we are reading show us that Satan was driven out of heaven. He is now here on earth, he and his angels, and they are fighting the children of God, those who keep the commandments of God and hold on to the testimony of Jesus. That is one of the reasons why you feel yucky. They bring these thoughts and feelings of yuckiness to you. So, many of them do not come from you. Some of them come from your flesh, 
revolting against you or revolting against what God wants you to do or revolting against you doing God's will. Other times, they are from the enemy. Is there any hope in all this? Did God leave us to fend for ourselves? Well, in Genesis 3.21, it says, And the Lord God made for Adam and for his wife garments of skins and clothed them. For Adam and Eve, he clothed them with garments of skins. He had to kill animals to clothe them. He had to sacrifice shed blood to clothe them. The Bible says that without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. God did not leave Adam and Eve just like that. He helped them out. Yes, they fell. Yes, they disobeyed. And the consequences of their disobedience came on earth. Yet, God was merciful, God came to their aid and clothed them. There are consequences to our actions, don't make any mistake about that. But God will forgive you for your mistakes, but He's not going to take away the consequences. Because the consequences come with either obeying or disobeying. You will face the consequences, but He will forgive the sin help you to get out of it but you will still be cleaning your mess you will still go through the consequences some people say well if god is love and has forgiven me why does he allow me to go through the consequences well you chose they it's a package if you choose a package you're gonna take whatever that comes with the package god is not gonna save you from the consequences of your actions and your choices but God will forgive your disobedience and accept you and love you and help you to get out of whatever mess you have gotten yourself into so God helped Adam and Eve for us he sent his son Jesus to clean the mess John 3:16 says for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life he sent jesus to die in our place take the punishment due to the sin then he gave us his righteousness he gave us authority in his name now we are children of god now we have authority to fight the enemy to speak to him and he will flee to resist him. So to combat the flesh, you must learn how to say no to the flesh and all the things it's asking you and feed it less with what it's requesting from you. It may request more food, more shopping. It may request more watching of movies instead of taking some of that time to read the word of God. You have to stand up and say no. It may throw temper tantrum initially, but the more you say no, the less it bugs you. Because if you don't do that, it will continue to request more. And there is no end to what it may request from you. And the more you do that, 
the more it grows and all the things that the flesh wants will not help you grow spiritual they will not bring you closer to god they will take you farther away from him instead learn to tell the flesh to shut up for example when it comes up with jealousy tell it no not here shut up i refuse to join you in that it works like magic you have to learn to tell your flesh no and learn to tell it shut up i refuse to join you in that because you are different from your flesh the real you is a spirit and the real you is the one that is born again the flesh is not born again you have to control it you have to feed your spirit to grow and dominate your flesh and say what happens in your life usually it's what god wants your spirit is gonna grow in god's word you renew your mind with the word of god your mind is a go between between your flesh and your spirit and whichever one dominates you your mind goes with if you renew your mind and feed your spirit with the word of god your spirit dominates the mind and the mind dominates the flesh if you feed your flesh more your flesh dominates and your mind goes with the flesh whatever dominates and rules the mind goes with it it's like a in between your flesh and your spirit luke 10:19 listen carefully i have given you authority that you now possess so as a child of god you have this authority right now to trade on serpents and scorpions these are demons and the ability to exercise authority over all the power of the enemy satan himself and nothing will in any way harm you so the lord has given us authority over satan and his demons so when they come with those yucky thoughts you say no to them you tell them to get behind you in the name of jesus to go away in jesus name you have to be firm if not they will be all over you you have to be firm and say no you yucky feeling you moodiness get away from me in jesus name and they will flee from you psalm 91:13 you will trade on the lion and the cobra you will trample the young lion and serpent these are demons when they come to bug you you have been given authority the lord says you will do that you do that by speaking to them and telling them to leave in jesus name first timothy 6:12 fight the good fight of the faith take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and about which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses this is the good fight of faith fighting everything that is coming against the word of god in your life everything that is coming against you or against everything god everything that represents god How do we do that? 2 Corinthians 10:4 to 5 says, 
the weapons of our warfare are not the weapons of the world. Instead, they have divine power to demolish strongholds, casting down imaginations, overthrowing arguments, and every high thing lifting it itself up against the knowledge of God, and taking captive every thought into the obedience of Christ. All those thoughts that the enemy will bring to you that will make you yucky, the Bible says that you should take them captive and cast them down. Taking captive every thought into the obedience of Christ. You can say, I, I take you thought captive and I bring you to the obedience of Christ. I take you yucky feeling captive and I cast you down in Jesus' name. So this is how we fight these things. James 4, 7 says, Submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. As simple as I resist your yucky feeling in Jesus' name, and it will disappear. If it comes back again, you have to do that again. Sometimes the enemy persists because he wants to wear you out and wear you down so that you can give in but do not give in for one second if you know what's happening you will stand and fight the good fight of faith it says resist the devil but you have to first of all submit yourself to God because if you are disobedient to God you cannot resist the devil because he's gonna just laugh at you you say look at you you are resisting me Meanwhile, you are disobedient to God. It's God's help and power that will help you to resist Him and put Him to flight. You have to submit yourself to God and be obedient to God. Because Satan is disobedient to God. So your obedience to God will help you to resist Him and He will flee from you. But if you are disobedient just like He is, you are in the same boat he will just laugh at you he's not gonna flee from you first peter 5 8 9 be sober-minded and alert your adversary the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour resist him standing firm in your faith and in the knowledge that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kinds of suffering. We resist the enemy using the word of God as Jesus did. So it's telling you to be sober, be sober-minded and be alert. Know that you have an enemy, an adversary. He prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Many people do not believe this. They don't believe that the enemy brings bad feelings and thoughts to them. They don't believe that there are demons. That's what the enemy wants so that he can get you. He can, you know, do numbers to you. He doesn't want you to believe that he exists so that he can walk on the ground unnoticed. Well, the Bible is telling you to be sober-minded and alert because you have an adversary. He's going around making people's life miserable, especially Christians. 
Non-believers in Christ, well, they are his already. But for Christians, he is angry at them because they are everything that he wanted to be. We are the righteousness of God in Christ. He is not. We have eternal life. He doesn't have one. He's going to hell forever. So his days are numbered. So he's working so hard to get a lot of people to go to hell with him. Then those that will not go with him, he wants to make their lives miserable. But unfortunately for him, we have discovered that we have authority over him. So that's why I'm bringing this to you to know what's happening to you. Jesus resisted him with the word of God when he was tempted. Matthew 4, 4 says, But Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. The Bible calls the word of God the sword of the spirit. This is how we can also fight him. We fight him with the word of God. We resist him in the name of Jesus. We cast all those thoughts down. We say no to our flesh. Because when you say yes to your flesh, the enemy will come and show you ways you can even mess up more. Immediately you yield to your flesh, the enemy is right there to guide you to go down the hill faster. You wonder how people go down the hill fast? This is what happens. They will yield to their flesh and the enemy will come and whisper to them and show them even worse ways to go down that hill faster. And they will just go down the hill before you know it. You will be like, how did I get here? Ephesians 6 11 put on the full armor of God so that you can make your stand against the devil's schemes he is a schemer but we know about him so if you know about him what he does and how he comes you will be sober-minded and a lot all the time remember we are soldiers of Christ Soldiers don't let down their guards. You have to be on your guard all the time. Because the, the enemy is prowling like a roaring lion. He is waiting for that time you let down your guard, then he will strike you. You do not do that. Instead, you put on the full armor of God. In the armor of God, we find them in Ephesians 6. We have the belt of truth. The word of God is truth. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. So the word of God is the truth. The belt of truth, breastplate of righteousness. You put on the readiness to share the gospel of peace. You put that on as your sandals, helmet of salvation, shield of faith, then the sword of the spirit. You pray in tongues, pray in the spirit with all kinds of prayers. These are the full armor of God. Put them on. Know who you are in Christ. Know what each stands for. And remind yourself that you are righteous in Christ. Even when you fall, he's going to come to accuse you. Remind him that you are the righteousness of God in Christ. He may tell you, oh, look at what you did. Are you saved? 
maybe you're not even saved you need to go and be saved again tell him no i am saved i have salvation in christ but if you don't know these things he will attack you like no man's business ephesians 4 26 to 27 be angry yet do not sin do not let the sun set upon your anger neither give place to the devil how do we give place to the devil he says for anger gives a foothold to the devil yes be angry but you know deal with it immediately if you leave it and stew over it the enemy is gonna come in that's like opening a door for him and he's gonna come in and begin to attack you begin to show you ways to revenge make the thing even worse magnify it and show you how bad it was he was just he's just trying to get you to react to revenge to go into rage that's how people kill each other it says do not let the sun set upon your anger to prevent the enemy coming in at all deal with your anger right away if you need to go talk to somebody about how he has offended you do that the Lord says if your brother offends you go to him privately and tell him what he has done to you if he agrees and accepts and apologizes you forgive the person if he refuses you can take one or more people and go with you if he refuses just leave him alone hand him over to the Lord and pray for him he says love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so anger is one of the ways to open the door for the enemy to come and attack you so take care of your anger before it turns into something else so these are the things that happen to you that make you yucky and how we can deal with them remember we are in the world we are not of the world we are in a war we are being attacked by the flesh by the enemy and by the world and you can only win if you are a lot and you are using the Word of God standing firm on the word saying no to the flesh no to the world and everything that is making you feel yucky because yuckiness does not come from God if it makes you yucky makes you feel yucky makes you feel uncomfortable makes you um, unhappy it's not from God resist it in Jesus name and it will flee from you feed your spirit starve your flesh and your spirit will grow to dominate your life until I come your way next time remain blessed bye for now